<laughs> there she goes. <laughs> Every week, doesn't feel. She's always there. Always there to remind you to get it together. We do have it together this week because we both did the same place. We did. Yes. This time we did the same same place. Um, and that's good because we don't have anything else prepared. Nope. <laughs> nope. And it's too late to do last minute research. Nope. I feel like that's the theme of my week. It's too late to do anything. It's it's just too late. It's too late. <laughs> just close your eyes, go to sleep. It's too late. <laughs> well, this is Honored or Hoax. Yep. And I'm Kristen. And I'm Jennifer. This week we are doing the Statler Hotel in Buffalo, New York. Mm-hmm. We're on the right page. We, have the, we both have the hotel and we both have New York. So. As long as it's the correct Statler Hotel in New York... We're we're there. It's the one with the eighteen floors, right? Eighteen, like nine hundred fifty thousand square feet. Am I giving away your facts? I don't have either one of those. Oh well, I just got that's like I have a lot, but I don't have those. (laughs) Oh well, good. Well, you know what? Those are my facts from Destination Pierce. Oh great. (laughs) Um and. I was like super confused at first when you're like, it's Statler. It's like, no, it's Stutler, but I spelled it wrong in our episode list. <laughs> so I was like, what the heck is she talking about? It's Stutler. It's now it's Statler. And it's been on Paranormal Lockdown and Destination Fear. So, but not Ghost Adventures. No, hmm. weirdly enough. Yeah, usually he follows suit. And you know what? I could only find a clip from the paranormal lockdown and because it's not on discovery plus just that I, one episode, I guess. Cause I looked for it, put Statler hotel and only the destination fear episode came up and I didn't like at the time I was like, okay, whatever. And I didn't look for any more paranormal lockdown, but then I was like, maybe Nick has asked them not has, has asked them to pull it. I don't know. <laughs> Since he's not part of the Des- the Discovery Plus family anymore, mm. um, but then I was like, well, then Dakota could do that too, right? Because they're not on TV anymore either, unless it's like bad terms. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, so you can find season one, episode seven of the Destination Fear. That is this hotel on Discovery Plus. You just can't find the paranormal lockdown episode. Anyway, I did find like a clip on YouTube, like I said, and I'll show you that one. It's not as exciting as the Destination Fear episode. They said that this place boasted mobsters, suicide, and murder. They said that the mob was heavily involved with the Statler, um, including alcohol smuggling, apparently. Uh, the meat locker, apparently in the basement, is one of the most active places. You can hear like doors slamming things thrown there's an entity called frank the enforcer who supposedly a mobster and he killed a man named kevin supposedly in this area and kevin is also a spirit that is trapped in the meat locker which just sounds awful to be like a spirit trapped with the spirit of your killer can we get any more generic names though i yeah i know frank and kevin 
Well, here's the thing. So through this episode, they were, they were talking, every floor is a suicide floor. Like the hotel manager who was like giving the hotel like groundskeeper or whatever, because this is not functioning anymore. Supposedly, I don't know if they've renovated it since Destination Fair has been there. They, the guy that was giving them tour, the tour said that like basically every floor had a story of a suicide. Um, They didn't mention anybody specific in the episode, but they did say that two hotel managers died of heart attacks in their um, on-property apartments and the upper floors. Like the 18th floor was like the hotel managers could live on the 18th floor and both hotel managers different times died of heart attacks on that floor and there have been shadows and disembodied voices heard there um, they also briefly mentioned a story of a maid's arm being ripped off by a service elevator and the elevators are now haunted by her ew and that like they go to floors by themselves and they open at random times and what have you they briefly spoke to a medium called christy london and she is the one that has like made contact with frank and has contacted his victims like kevin um she said he's very active but they like they only touched on her like season one of destination fear i feel like it's mostly centered around like them kind of doing their investigations they always had like really brief histories and brief interviews they don't really go really into depth like ghost adventures kind of does for the first little bit so there's that I also found an article that talked to the Greater Western New York Paranormal Society who said that they have made contact with at least 15 spirits at the Statler Hotel. Wow. They said that after the 80s, it closed down and in the 90s, it was like bought and was going to be renovated and that is when the weird stuff started happening that people took note of which i i was a little bit confused by because when destination fear went there it didn't really look renovated to me so maybe i i mean maybe something stopped it or you know the spirits stopped it um i also looked up the Greater Western New York Paranormal Society. And I went to the, they have a Facebook page. Um, and I went to the um, website that's on, connected to the web, the Facebook page, but they didn't have any of their investigative evidence on their website from this place. They do have Hinsdale House. Oh, neat. Which is interesting. Then I'm like, then I was wondering, like, did I pull from them before? But I'm not sure. It um, all blurs together, honestly. It, it really does. And I think that Hinsdale House, I was really mostly concentrated on that really, really wonderful movie that was made. Just a classic. Um, at any rate, they claimed renovations began on the building and working workers noticed strange occurrences as they tore down walls and chipped away paint. The activity continued long after the renovations and many of the best buildings guests continue to report sounds of ghostly voices that echo through the hall and the appearance of full body apparitions wandering the ballrooms and the occasional phantom touch from an invisible entity 
in the most active areas of the hotel, according to the Paranormal Society, remain the terrace room with legless apparitions, mysterious shadows, and glowing phantoms that have been photographed countless times. I'm using air quotes with that because I could not find any pictures. (laughs) Photographed multiple times. None of them are public. Nobody uploaded them. Um, They also mentioned floor 18, which is considered the most haunted floor of the building and the old pool area. Cause I guess they had like, they had Turkish pools, Hmm. baths, um, or they did at one point. Visitors say that the pool is home to Statler city hotels, darker entities, one with a fondness of aggressively grabbing the unaware causing drastic temperature drops and even screaming at paranormal investigators brave enough to visit. One local investigator said, I interviewed several employees and security guards who told me similar stories, hearing high heels every night on the second floor around 11 p.m. They checked to find no one up there, voices coming from the presidential room, which is locked and empty, and in the golden ballroom, the chandelier will sway often during a party and glasses behind the bar will break with no apparent reason. Hmm. Like I said, when Destination Fear went to this place, it did not look like this could have any sort of event going on. So maybe this was like earlier on when they renovated and went under again, or maybe this was later after Destination Fear went there and they actually did make renovations. I'm not really sure. But people say it's not uncommon to hear luggage carts rolling through the hallway or the elevator, which no longer reaches the suite levels reportedly, opening and closing as if guests are still checking in or out. The hotel is so active that they offer ghost hunts and guided tours, supposedly. And usually it's like the hot spots, like the 18th floor and everything. Hmm. With Destination Fear, there were some interesting bits of evidence that I was able to get. Because I really couldn't find a lot of like people experiencing things like on Reddit and stuff. But Destination Fear came through. Like on the 11th floor, there was a pretty like audible scream. I hate those. 19 minutes and four seconds in. Do you want me to look at this or do you want to just like, okay. I would like you to look at this one and there's one more. Insanely haunted hotel. Well, that did sound like a scream. <laughs> Dude, it, I mean, <laughs> it wasn't. They were like, wow, that was a scream. And if I were them, it would have scared the shit out of me, too. I would not have said fudge. I would have not. Yeah, I would have been like, okay, we're done. This place is haunted. Let's go. <laughs> I don't want to be here anymore. Here's the thing. So I actually have two two more things to show you. Um, at 24.05... They're on the 18th floor. Dakota and the other guy that's a cameraman. That's not Tanner. Um, Sorry, I don't remember your name. You're never going to listen to this. Um, (laughs) Is they're on the 18th floor and they hear a bang. And then if you watch just like a few, like a minute or two after the start of this 2405, it really does sound like there's somebody up there with them. But I want you to listen and then just hear me out. Above us, dude. Someone's following us. What's above us? The heck? If there's someone above us, can you make a loud noise? Just slam a door. Next. Yeah. 
so that would indicate an intelligent sort of spirit mm-hmm. supposedly so you you hear him say what's above us the attic and they're like yeah it's like can we they were they were like can we access that they're like i don't think so but they hear like a few more things and then they hear like this kind of like disembodied male voice that's kind of distant and then eventually walking around up there they do find like a stairwell that goes up to like this like attic sort of area of this like an upper sort of like employee only area kind of looks Mm -hmm. like and they're looking around they're like we don't we can't find anybody up here but it made me wonder, like, this is a huge place. And for what I could see from this episode, it was pretty abandoned. Mm-hmm. Buffalo is cold in the winter. So I like a squatter? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if there were some homeless people squatting in this place. Mm-hmm. That was just my take. Now, they didn't find anybody up there, which makes it creepy and makes it kind of makes me lean a little bit more supernatural. And again, like, okay, after I heard that, I'd be like, oh, we're gone. We're leaving. Um, but I'm just I'm just giving an alternate explanation of what could be going on. I would love to be at the opposite end of that and be the person banging around and yeah. making scary voices and yeah. like hearing a complete group of strangers just freak out and think I'm a ghost. Right. Like leave like leave us alone. We're just trying to, you know, I take shelter here and you guys are messing it up. Um, it's kind of like that Bob's Burgers episode where they're like pretending to be rich to go to open houses and eat <laughs> food. And then they go to this one house and like the old lady doesn't want to sell. And she's like pretending to be a ghost to try to scare everybody off. It's a funny episode if you haven't seen it. It's not like, I feel like that's an early one, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a taxi dermied squirrel situation. <laughs> That's a good episode. I don't think that's what's going on here, but you never know. They also get an Oculus reading on the second floor when Tanner asks how many spirits are with them. Um, it responds with many, which is helpful. Uh, Microsoft the... Word would request a concise language for that right. answer. Right. Little, the little um, you know, paperclip comes up. Doink, doink, doink. Let me help you. <laughs> In the meat locker area around 2053, there's an EVP. They say it sounds like Kevin is dead. It's just really garbled to me. Just kind of sounds like brr, 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 brr. doesn't really sound like anything. A mouthful intelligent. of meat? Yes. You. <laughs> <laughs> That's how one of them died. They made him eat raw meat, raw bad meat. During this investigation, the elevators are super old and creepy. And they're supposedly haunted. Chelsea and Tanner get into it and they push basement. No. And it goes to the second floor where they had been before and kind of got freaked out. No. And like, she's like, you saw me push basement. And like, they replayed it where she clearly pushed the basement button and it just took them to the second floor instead. Listen, no paranormal explanation will be needed to explain to me faulty elevators. The elevator has messed up three times at my school and it's inspected every year so a rundown elevator i will not expect to run properly at any moment yes this is true also but i just feel like elevators are inherently haunted like i feel like every elevator is haunted by something just the way because like they're super uncomfortable to be in 
no matter how nice the elevator, you always feel like something's watching you and like you're just ready for it to drop at any moment. They're not, they're not great. Especially the ones at school. Yes. And here in this hotel. And do I have like a undiscovered fear of elevators? Is it discovered now? I think so. (laughs) (laughs) I was briefly trapped in an elevator through my work one time for only like 15 minutes but you know, I had I had my phone. I was able to call my work and be like, "Hey, um, I'm stuck <laughs> in here." Um, but still, yeah, I think that all elevators are haunted by something. Collective elevator network of ghosts. They're responsible for the music. That's the way they torture you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then speaking of elevators, at 3850, while the boys are on the I think eleventh floor. They're just talking, and then they hear the elevator moving. They're like, "Why is the elevator moving? Like nobody should be up. Like we're there is like the portion where they're all sleeping on different floors." And um, they're like, "Maybe somebody got scared or something," and they're coming up to see, see us. So they walk up to the elevator, and it opens, and there's nobody in there. And so I say to you, take the stairs all the way down and out of there. Mm-hmm. Just out of there. And then stairs are better for you anyway. Yeah. They're healthy. You get healthy unless you have asthma. Me. Just bring your inhaler and you bring can your it. inhaler. <laughs> um, and then the last thing I wanted to show you was 2945. They catch a shadow figure and they do have a three picture progression and this is on the 18th floor as well okay look at this the very end of the hallway see that right there see that window right there yeah yeah so see that shadow covering the window dude are you kidding me that is right where we heard the talking so i'm gonna put these into an editing program on my phone basically i'm increasing the brightness and reducing the contrast so we can get a wide look at the whole room okay we're looking right there at this window right at the end of the hall okay notice how there's nothing on the first picture this is enhanced now. Nothing on the second picture. Third picture, there's something on the left right. side. Dude, that's transparent. And look at this. I'll zoom in. Boom. There's something right there. See how like it looks like something's covering the bottom left, like almost like a head on the left bottom of the, the window? Yeah. But notice how you can... Hey, screeching noises. I know. Hey. So... <laughs> so this... <laughs> This picture, these pictures or the video capturing it were taken while that banging and stuff was happening that you heard earlier on the 18th floor. Mm. So, and I was like, well, that's kind of scary. It does look like, you know, two pictures before don't have it. And the third picture has a shadowy kind of bulkiness in it. Um, And again, I was like, well, that could be a really scary spirit, which yikes, get out of there. Or it could be a homeless person Mm -hmm. trying not to get caught by them, which again, yikes, get out of there. (laughs) Like whatever scenario, it's not good. Let's just leave Mm -hmm. is my motto. And then the last thing I wanted to show you was um, I did get the clip from Paranormal Lockdown off of YouTube. It's about like two minutes, 15 seconds in where they start kind of talking about evidence about a chair moving and you can kind of barely see it they show it like they point their video screen they point their camera at their 
like a laptop screen. Why they didn't just show it to us, you know, post. Yeah, I don't. And maybe and maybe they did later on in the episode and I it just wasn't shown in this clip, but it's like a kind of shitty way to show this evidence. You said two minutes, 15? I think so. Let me just double check. Oh, it's actually one minute, 50 seconds in. Sorry. One minute, 50 seconds in, people. Are you kidding me? I had no idea what I was looking at at first. Yeah. So it's like, it's like, so it's like actually not until like 224 where they're kind of like, they replay it and it's kind of a little a little bit more clear but they're still shooting it like they're taking a video of a video mm-hmm. just on a glary laptop yeah just show me the video but you know they say that this is paranormal activity it's crazy movement it is some crazy movement i wish they would just show us the video <laughs> Is all I'm saying. Maybe they didn't um, want to do a lot of work post. Yeah, probably. Maybe this was like an early season and they were mm-hmm. like, you know what? We're not even show, sure if this show is going to survive, which it didn't. So we're not doing any post editing like that other guy. Right. Nick had something to prove. He's show it in the moment. Bagans. Um, but in this episode, from what I saw from this clip, they really focused on the Turkish baths pool area in this dark entity. And they got some disembodied voices and footsteps and stuff down there. Whereas Dakota and his gang kind of focused on the basement and the 18th floor. But each of those areas is supposedly really active. Hmm. Um, as far as any other independent researcher evidence i really couldn't find any like i said the greater western new york paranormal society didn't have anything on their facebook page or the website that was linked on their facebook page but you know if they hear this for some reason and do have evidence i would love to see whatever they have um and you know talk about it um, but until then, that's that's pretty much all I have. I don't have anybody specific besides this Frank guy and Kevin. Um, they did say multiple suicides and up to 15 spirits have been identified as women or men or what have you. Well, and, yeah. <laughs> so I'm 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 curious to see if the mob angle really did play that big of a thing here at the hotel and if you have any notable people who took their own lives that could be here i'll tell you all about it when we get back all right we'll be right back do you love a good ghost story tales of the paranormal and sightings of the unexplained if so the paranormal exposed podcast is right up your alley 
Join me every Wednesday as I guide you through a new spooky episode. Listen in as I give you the spooky stories and the facts to back them up or poke a few holes in their stories. Whether you are a skeptic or a believer, this is a great way to explore and to expose the paranormal. We're back. We are, in fact, back. And we lied. You know that joke I said at the <laughs> beginning where there's like, unless there's two Statlers in New York, there, there is. is. And I did one and she did the other one. But it's okay because we're now we're, we're actually on the same page. We're reading for the same book, the same sentence even. So it's fine. It's fine. And let me tell you about this place. Okay. In Buffalo, New York. In Buffalo. Not New York City. Not New York, New York. It was completed in 1923. Okay. It was very fancy. It replaced the original Statler Hotel, which remained open until it was... Hold on. Let me get this right. Okay. So the one, the original Hotel Statler was opened in 1907. That Mm -hmm. one was renamed Hotel Buffalo in 1923 when this Statler Hotel was opened. Okay. But Hotel Buffalo continued to operate until 1930. Gotcha. Or until the 1930s when they sold it. And then it was closed in 1967 and was demolished in 1968. And now there's a baseball field where the Buffalo Bisons baseball team plays. Put it in its place. So this... Statler Hotel that we're talking about was very modern. It was run by Ellsworth Statler, and he owned a lot of hotels, and a lot of hotels were named Hotel Statler. Well, I mean, <laughs> he's he's running them, so I guess he can name them whatever he wants. Uh, this hotel featured very modern conveniences, like a bath in every room. Nice. Um, in the 1950s, Ellsworth Statler was given the title Hotel Man of the Half Century. Wow. So he was like the Monopoly man. Of hotels, yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, point of Monopoly is to collect all the hotels. All I thought it properties. was to build houses. Well, you build houses and then you build a hotel and then the hotels are more than houses. That's true. So... So, yes, he's the Monopoly man. Okay, perfect. I don't know if he had a monocle or not. That's okay. We'll just imagine him with one. Um. So the hotel had a ballroom, a restaurant with dining rooms, a Turkish bath. Okay, all right, perfect. We're the same building. And a barber. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. And a barber shop. <laughs> Uh, Listen, they, I had been at first. I was like, I had a, I had to check to make sure that paranormal lockdown and destination fear did the same Statler because I was like, wow, they didn't really <laughs> focus on the Turkish baths at all, like paranormal lockdown did. I was like, holy shit, <laughs> did I get two episodes of the different Statlers? But no, okay, good. <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> uh, so the Statler had. Many presidents visit them, and there were celebrities like Elvis and Dean Martin who visited pretty much if they were important, and they came to Buffalo 
they stayed at the Statler. In 1928, Mr. Monopoly himself, Ellsworth Statler, passed away at the age of 64. Hmm. His wife, Alice, continued to run the company. And then in 1954, Alice sold the company to Hilton Hotels and completed history's largest hotel merger. Wow. Because Hilton also bought the other Statler Hotel that I covered. Gotcha. Well, yeah. Um, so through the years, Hotel Statler transitioned into offices up into the 80s when the hotels, the hotel closed completely while the event spaces on the first few levels remained open. Okay. That explains it. Then in 2008, the building closed completely. Oh. Uh, in 2011, Buffalo real estate developer Mark Croc, C R O C E, Crochet. Croak? Croak? Crochet your Crocs away. Um, His name is Mark, right? The real estate developer named Mark in Buffalo <laughs> purchased the building and rebranded it as Statler City. So the okay. renovations. Began pretty quick after he bought it, and then the event spaces were spruced back up again, and they were opened back up. Oh, good. Now I feel like a dick. So in two, 2020, Mark was killed in a helicopter crash. My gosh. Oh, <laughs> no. We uh, are so sorry, Mark. We don't want to get your name wrong. Also, just this is one more reason never to get into a helicopter. Mm-hmm. I don't know why the people on The Bachelor always are excited for that helicopter date. If I was a bachelorette or a bachelor contestant, no way in hell. The producers would make me go because they would know I was scared, but I wouldn't go. I would go home. There was a tour when we went to the Grand Canyon where you could take a helicopter ride above mm-hmm. the Grand Canyon, and then you took a boat tour along the Colorado I was talking to Joe. I was like, that looks like so much fun. And he was like, we can get in a boat, but we're not getting in a helicopter. No, exactly. (laughs) Anyway, so after this helicopter crash, the property was purchased by Douglas Jamal, who also did some renovations on the exterior and then also began to develop the historical building into a mixed-use facility, which offers apartments entertainment so like the event spaces and the ballrooms open back up okay so your episode of destination, destination fear, fear was in 2019 right so that was in between them reopening everything yeah or it might have been in the middle of the renovations okay that makes sense or maybe you know it says or- that mark was using the event spaces so if they were upstairs yeah because they were doing like the second to like 18th floors Mm -hmm. so it must have been just like the like hotel guest room floors that aren't really up to date yeah or like the apartments or something like that yeah i got nothing on suicides oh okay heart attacks yeah zilch oh a maid losing her arm in the elevator not a thing Enforcer Frank. Yes. Frank Nitty was a crime boss in Chicago. And there was a Buffalo crime family. Right. Is. <laughs> was. Well, who's to say? You know. <laughs> We're not. The mob existed <laughs> <laughs> in Buffalo around this time. 
Okay. Did they go to the Statler? I don't know. They could. Dean Martin went to the Statler. So maybe some of his friends showed up. Right. And I did look at this Wikipedia page of the Buffalo crime family alongside you and I put in Frank and there's 28 mentions. There's a lot there's of Franks. so many Franks. There's Frank by butcher butch bifocal. There's Frank Chicky Bots. Ah, Chicky Bots. Oh, Chicky Bots. So one of them could be an enforcer. We just don't know. No clue. Um, but I could confirm that there were indeed Turkish baths in this place. So that's about the only confirmation I got for you. That is the important part, honestly. <laughs> well, I was surprised because when they mentioned, well, so they, the thing is, so here's the key. Here's the mm-hmm. key mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is that when you mention like a suicide or you mention heart attacks and you don't mention the person's name, at least a first name, it makes me feel a little bit suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Oh, I got something on the 18th floor. Oh, perfect. This is from the Buffalo Courier Express, March 18th, 1928. Civic Club will be the hostess at a card party to be given for the benefit of the club to be held in the club rooms, Statler Hotel, 18th floor, Wednesday afternoon, March 21st. Games beginning promptly at 2.30. Bridge, 500, and Pedro will be played with a prize for each table. Refreshments will be served. Fun. That doesn't sound scary. The bridge players are haunting the 18th floor. Maybe if they lost. What is Pedro? I don't know. It sounds fun. Its popular variant is known as Cinch, Double Pedro, or High Five and was developed in Denver, Colorado around 1885. Wow. I'm going to look up how to play that and play it with you. Yeah. And then you can show me how to play at a later date. I don't think this place. Oh, God. I'm just looking at the, glancing at the rules, and uh, I need somebody to explain rules to me when I play games. I can't. I'm reading the instructions. It triggers my dyslexia. And I need you to explain it to me, and then I'm going to do it, and I'm going to ask you questions that you probably already explained to me while I do it, and then I'll get it. Yes. I have played Melbournes for many, many years. And when I sit down to play Melbourne's, I have to, you have to explain it to me all over again, just so I rem- I like know that I remember correctly. And mm-hmm. that's just the way I am. And that's okay. It's just fine. And is this place haunted? No. You don't think so? No. The scream. A homeless person? In the shadow. A homeless person. <laughs> An elevator. Faulty wiring and probably a homeless person fucking with them. <laughs> We already discussed all the elevators are haunted. No, um, what about the chair? I don't even know. (laughs) (laughs) A homeless person under the table. I don't, not, I'm not feeling it. Mm. I can, I can validate you're not feeling it because I also thought homeless person when this intelligent spirit banged when they said make a noise. If I, if I'm just saying, if I was, a transient individual and there were people coming and yelling in the place that I was trying to make my temporary home, I would be as obnoxious as possible so that they would hopefully get freaked out and leave. 
Because if I don't make any noise, they're just going to keep asking for more stuff. So maybe if they feel like they got something, they'll get up and go. This is true. Also, they made Chelsea sleep alone on the 18th floor, which, yeah, which, okay, so spirit or homeless person, I would just never let the only girl in the group do that. I would never let you sleep alone somewhere, Kristen. Thank you. We've already discussed this week that I have an adult fear of the dark, so (laughs) (laughs) that's very comforting, but no, so, so yeah. So homeless person or, or ghost, I'm not going, I'm not going to the upper floors here. I'm going to go to the ballroom for an event. It lovely. looks really pretty mm-hmm. and lovely, but I'm not going to the 18th floor. Well, good job doing the correct place again. <laughs> good job doing that quick research because you <laughs> pulled it off again. And we're going to be on the same page next time. Yes. Cause we talked about it about four times at this point. <laughs> We've talked about it at length and the next place is uh we've talked in... about it at length but we don't remember where is it pennsylvania i think so okay so yes it's in pennsylvania and remember that because there's also a place with this name in california as long as it's correct on the calendar which it says pennsylvania actually technically it says pennsylvania Pensilva. Okay, perfect. Yes. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, yes. So, yes. Yes, yes. In Pennsylvania, <laughs> not in California. <laughs> no. Okay. PA, not CA. Um, so, yeah. What is your stage moment? That <laughs> <laughs> this week is over. <laughs> I did good on my first exam. Oh, amazing. I got a 97. Oh, awesome. Mm-hmm. That's like an A+. Plus. I don't think that the professor that provided the exam would agree with that, but I feel like it's a good grade. (laughs) What, they expect you to get hundreds? Over a hundred, yeah. Would be an A plus for her. Something that with an extra mile, this is college. (laughs) I I would, I will take that 97 though, because that test, it was like, we looked, we were all talking about it Mm -hmm. two weeks prior Mm -hmm. and frequently up into that point. And I actually like added up the... She gave us a study guide. Mm. There were 15 answers required for five questions. And it was written response and it was paper and pencil. Wow. So I'll take the 97. Yes. Yes. You deserve that 97. Thank you. What is your sage moment? My sage moment is boring mom stuff. But um, so I guess that Samson like understood that I was kind of talking shit about him to the pediatrician because I said he rolls over, but like not consistently it kind of is just like sometimes when he wants to and I guess he heard that and he was like all right well now I'm just gonna do it all the time because every time I put him on his play mat on the floor or I put him in his crib to like get a diaper from the other room I come back and he has like flipped like twice or flipped up onto his stomach or what have you so he is he is rolling like a pro now and i should just not question him anymore that's great yeah good job buddy he is doing great and i actually have to shout out my mom because she watched him yesterday and she said that she kind of like took him through rolling up from back to belly and kind of like showed him how to like tuck his arm underneath and i think that mm-hmm. was just like a little little like 
demonstration and he needed because he's been doing it all day. That arm. Once you get it down. Yeah. It's the most difficult thing. So now I just have to worry about him rolling off the couch now or rolling off the bed. So, but I have learned a valuable lesson of not questioning my son. So here we go. (laughs) Or just question him when you want him to do something. Right. I'll do that when I want him to talk. (laughs) You can't say mama and he'll just scream it or something. Bam. Mother. (laughs) He says it in like four languages. Just blown away. (laughs) First baby in Mensa. Um, Yeah. So I'm very proud of him. Very good job. It has nothing to do with me. (laughs) I can't take the credit, but he's great. No, that's great. Uh, There's a word for it. You're creating a good learning environment for him. Thank you. He's thriving. Perfect. We'll keep it that way. And uh, we'll see you next Tuesday. See you then. Bye. Thanks for listening. As always, we love getting suggestions from you guys. Be sure to send us your recommendations of stories to cover, locations to visit, ghost tours to go on, and all that good stuff. You can send it to hauntedorhoaxpod at gmail.com or DM us on social. Yeah, you can find all of our links to social as well as episodes and blogs on our website, hauntedorhoax.com. And if you feel like helping us out, rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or just drop us a few stars on Spotify. Bye. Bye.